Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 160. And my very special guest on today's show is Frank from the band Imur. They are about to release a brand new album on Sharp Tone Records on Friday. Um, and it's great. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I actually got to get a preview copy to listen to. And um, yeah, I've been... Uh, listening to it quite solidly since uh the album's called hindsight um and like i said it is out on friday um but do check it out if you've been a fan of the band um then you'll love it and if anyone's sort of uh in any way kind of um curious about it they've got four songs out now i uh, got uncontrollable descent pig's ear gypsy disco and uh, i've seen god uh the four tracks from the album that really does give you a great kind of taster for the whole thing and um yeah no it was a great chat to have with frank um i've been a fan like a lot of my sort of podcasts have been a fan of the band for a while and um it sort of it just falls into place that they've got promotions going on and uh obviously lockdown and stuff like that but speaking of lockdown this kind of signals well, this is the one after my sort of lockdown run, I suppose, because it's not come out on that Monday. Um, but yeah, over the quarantine season, as I like to call it, um, I think I've recorded and released 55 podcasts, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. It includes my first ever sort of live video podcast I did with Mike and Ming. So a big shout out to them and the Shared Universe. They're back open now over in Jersey. So if you're over in the States and you want to record a podcast and you haven't got the equipment, they're a great place to hit up and, and, and get that sorted. Um I've had my interviews featured on sites like Blabbermouth, uh, which has given mass exposure to the podcast as well. Um, so big shout out to the people at Blabbermouth sort of keeping an eye on actually listening through the interviews and obviously picking out bits of news that they can they can share with the likes of uh with whoever subscribes to them but lamb of gods um interview featured on there pop evils interview on there and um, before the lockdown sepultura actually that one got massive hits on on my um youtube channel um, but I've gained, uh, as far as I can see from the stats, over 1,500 listeners to, on various platforms. So thank you and welcome if you're still sticking around. It's awesome. Um, the streams have gone up like 500% or something. Downloads up 200%. All these statistics have been absolutely manic in my eyes. Um, finally started my dj series which i've been wanting to do for a while and we just had dj cuba on friday um trying to line up this friday's one at the moment and um yeah that's going well on that front uh i've crossed off a few of my want to interview list uh which has also been uh, amazing on this time is sort of taking full advantage of them being at home but um the fact that they actually wanted to talk to me for over 10 minutes or 20 minutes or even like a full hour and a half for some of them was absolutely amazing um i spoke to many people around the world as well i think i totted up like 11 or 12 different countries um talked more on mental health subjects as well which is some a name of mine that i had um and that's that's that came to fruition uh with a lot of the interviews that we did kind of really opening up especially this time it's very tough on everyone um and it sort of came a bit easier than than it would normally and uh yeah i that's that's I mean, 104 episodes, or sorry, on episode 104 it started, which was Don Jameson, and onwards from there we had, I mean, I'm I'm not going to rattle off all the names, um, but I'll do a big shout out online to everyone on there, but just like looking at it, 55 episodes absolute madness especially over the space of three months and um and there were long interviews as well they're not not really short i mean the shortest one i think i did was i think it was 12 minutes and that was just a straight up promo shot but most of them have been at least half an hour plus long 
and uh yeah it's been absolutely amazing i just want to thank everyone for downloading and 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 listening and and you know letting me be a part of your lockdown experience but what does the future hold i hear you say well no you don't but um the podcast will continue like i say um it's just going to be not as frequent so probably once or twice a week you know and, and then then dj specials uh once i've got those interviews done and uh yeah i mean uh, as for this radio show that's being replaced with crossing the streams so i'm bringing that back so i'm back into mixing music it's what i've been doing um now sort of like in my spare time um just sort of brushing up on my mixing because i intend to sort of do basically live mixes or i should say record live mixes um and then um they air on sunday 6 p.m on total rock starting the 5th of january july gotta get these dates right it's madness my brain is all over the place right now um but yeah i just want to give a like a lot of love and and thanks to everyone that's all really and um yeah like i said i'll do a big shout out online kind of totting everything up and whatnot but for now i'm gonna give you frank from Immor. enjoy On my show today, I have a very special guest. I have Frank from the band Imur. Welcome, Frank. Hey there. How you doing, man? I'm alive, buddy. You're alive. <laughs> just about. I, I just started back at work, and I'm absolutely fucking knackered. And <laughs> it's crazy out there. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're here to talk about your band's uh, new album today. Uh, it's called Hindsight. Uh, it's out on the uh, 26th of June uh, via Sharp Tone. Um, and yeah, I've heard. I've actually heard the album, um, and I I really really like it. Um, and uh yeah i mean from the sort of singles that you've put out this is just for the people that haven't heard it do you think that was like uh i mean do you think that was a good sort of like sampler of the album i hope so i mean that's obviously the intention when we're starting to pick out singles for people to hear we want people to get excited about the record and hopefully the things that we're able to kind of you know give a little sneak peek of get people excited enough to check out the entire thing when it all is said and done so yeah i mean uh the right the record is so many different like feelings and like ideas on it that it's not any song is comparable to the other every single track it, i think is kind of stand out yeah and has its own um personality so um yeah i mean if people enjoy anything that happens then you know there might be something else in the record that they're able to take away from uh but uh yeah i don't know it's uh i guess it's all a big gamble you know what i'm saying at the end of the day yeah no de- definitely i was just i mean like i said i've, I've heard the entire album um just through getting a, a stream of a sample of it and and it's it's just amazing. I like I I love like I'm I'm of the sort of like new metal era. Like when I when I was sort of in my sort of late teens, early twenties, that was when that was huge. So corn, biscuit, um uh I'm trying to think of other bands from that time, Deftones, things like that. You seem to cover a lot of those stars. Is that the same for you? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I am a fan of those bands you mentioned. Mm. Uh, you know, I pull influence from all different kinds of places. I think that 
definitely I definitely pull from uh, you know major influences like you know like you mentioned like Corn and Biscuit and stuff and there's just so many other bands that um, you know fall into that fold of uh, inspiration so if you mirror somehow like a a reflection of that era or those bands and I consider a compliment you know excellent no no I mean it's, like I say it, 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 like this this album in particular I was just like I was sat, I was sat there listening to it and I was like I, I, yeah this is this totally it kind of took me back to that era when, when it was like in its sort of like uh, rawest form um, like in the sort of like beginning of that era if you will and you've, you've kind of captured that real kind of like um, like anger that it had um, as well, obviously, with your own sort of like perspective on it, um, I was wondering if you could tell us about a couple of the songs because there was a couple of songs I really enjoyed, like the, the opening track. Um, I, can't, it's, it's, I know the the acronym is Fun, but I haven't got the song name in front of me, which is really bad. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but no, I, I I fucking loved it because it had um uh it's got like it's got a bit of DJ scratching in it, stuff like that, which is something that I'm 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 a turntablist, so it kind of it really like the opening track just jumped at me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's it called? Finally, understanding nothing. There we go. Found it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was just wondering, what, like, like throwing that, like, sort of like that sort of element into there, like the sort of was that? Did you actually get a DJ in, or was it more sort of process sort of stuff? Oh no, no, that's that's a, that's a process thing that my my uh, producer Drew, he's like a mastermind when it comes to like adding those kind of like extra layers and lead lead instruments and kind of like taking into that space. Um, so that's all his doing. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's definitely an afterthought. You know, we're just kind of like building the songs as we go along, and then we feel like something would make sense there. But um, no, there's no DJ in the band, so <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have anyone to perform that kind of stuff. So. Oh, no, that's no worries. I, I kind of figured that was the cat. That was the sort of case. But no, I just like that sort of element in because back in the day, I was in a new metal band myself in the UK, and I was the DJ in that band. So. Oh, nice! I kind of, I kind of fall into that bracket, and I always have an affinity for bands that either use that kind of sound, or or have even have a DJ in there, which is very rare these days. Have a DJ in their ranks. Well, well now you got to send me a YouTube link or something so I can hear your band. Oh, now I'm curious. Oh, okay, yeah, no, don't worry, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple of bits up and out. We've got a couple of albums out as well. This was back in like early 2000 and stuff. So, yeah, um, it, I don't know if it's aged well or not. We'll find out. Um, but no, I just like like there's a couple of tracks on there. I think Thunder Mother was another one. Thundermouth, sorry, was another one of my favorites. Um, which is a bit more later on in the album. Um, and you do you, you cover so many different sort of styles with it as well um and like you say each song kind of stands out as its own own entity was that was that a predetermined kind of thing when you came to sort of like putting together an album that you wanted each song to have its own sort of feel rather than a sort of like um not so much a concept but like like a concept running through the whole thing but just sort of having its own each song having its own personality i guess yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm personally just a fan of that myself. You know, I like putting on an album, and it's like it's a fucking journey. You know what I'm saying? Like every song is a uh, takes you to a different place. So there's definitely that kind of conscious decision that like we're writing a bunch of songs, but like if I hear two songs that like sound too familiar to each other, like they kind of give me too much of the same feeling. Yeah, I'll just pick the one of the two I think is like better I'm like alright well like this song's really cool but this song sounds too much like this song so let's just go with this other track you know what I'm saying let's just yeah. go with the one that we already have like this basis for so yeah I don't want I don't want people to put an album on and then feel like track 8 they're like 
like they're like, what song is this? You know what I'm saying? They, they can't even really follow along. Every every song should be like, I, I know exactly what this is. The moment you know it starts up, you know. So um, I mean, not that like I not to say that like you know that other people aren't I think attempting the same thing, but I just I I think in, in aggressive music, it's kind of becomes sort of like this uh like vague like cloud of sound after a while like you don't even know what track is what like you yeah. know and so I, I don't want that to have ever be the feeling with when you listen to an in your album yeah no definitely i mean you keep the songs like short as well which is another thing i noticed like before i sort of like was getting into a track and it kind of ended <laughs> um, um but no was that another predetermined thing because i know obviously a lot of bands they kind of aim for that kind of like I know being a musician that it's different for each track, but some people aim for like three and a half minutes, four minutes, five minutes. I mean, you guys, like you're keeping it sort of tight. I think the longest track you've got is like three and a half minutes. Yeah. And then you've got a couple of them. You've got one that's even a minute, just over a minute long as well, haven't you? I think I can't remember what it was called. Bastard Ritual, that was it. Um, Mm -hmm. But what, yeah, like keeping it short, was that sort of like another mentality? Like you just wanted to go kind of like straight to the point rather than structure it in such a way that way you extend it i mean i don't really i don't really understand like the concept of trying to take something to stretch it out for the mm. sake of like adding just adding more time to something i don't think that adding time to something makes the song better i think that generally as long as an idea is accomplished and a feeling has been successfully gotten across then the song is done yeah. Um, you know, that's just that's just my approach in general. Uh, you know, you can listen to bands like Minor Threat, you know, a lot of like early hardcore bands, punk bands, and their songs all pretty much end at the two minute mark. Yeah. And uh so it's all about just kind of getting out the idea, the aggression, the feeling, and uh, you know, having the fans decide whether or not they're gonna press replay. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. really worry about too much like about it not being this length or that length, or whatever. And it's funny that I've had this conversation way more often recently um, or that it's been more of a topic when people discuss the new material. And I find it fascinating because it's, it seems to be only in like the hardcore metal realm or like aggressive music realm where people even have that kind of comment. But like you look at a song, like I don't know if you're familiar with the rapper Little Nas X. Yep. So he has a song called Panini. The song is maybe at most two minutes and 10 seconds long but you don't see anyone talking about why is the song longer why is this why how come it's only two it's like no one ever even utters it yeah so i don't know what it is about aggressive music that people have this weird it's like it's almost like people are looking for something to criticize about it or, or analyze and if people think it's too short i just consider that to be a good thing that just means that you heard something that you wish you could have more of and it's not necessarily a bad thing yeah you, so um yeah. So that's just my approach in general. I don't really care about other people's like expectations of what a song should or shouldn't be. As long as I think the emotion has been successfully achieved and the energy has been delivered, then the song is done, you know? Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. I mean, I'm, I'm from the sort of like hardcore background as well. Um, that was a big sort of part of my sort of like teenage years, if you will. And, um, yeah, like, like you say, it's like just, I like that kind of like straight to the point. There's a lot of songs that I can listen to that kind of have that, uh, they wander 
around the point a bit obviously you know to stre- stretch it out extend the hook if you will um but no with your arm i mean there are, there are hooks in there and it, it makes you want to play it again that's what it does um like i hear a track i'm getting into it and then obviously it's finished but i, I just hit replay um and i've i've hit that stream quite a few times since i got it so it's doing the trick <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i mean that part isn't too like premeditated. It's not like I'm like I I you know we make albums and go oh yeah people are gonna replay that. It's more just like we just make it and we listen to it and if it feels good to listen to then we keep it moving like all right cool next song like not even like oh that song that's that felt really good but like there should be more. It's more just like no like it felt good to listen to that and adding and usually when we add more to it or we try to inject things into it it starts to take away from the, the, the actual feeling that we initially had so in my opinion sometimes less is more yeah. but uh I, I think that the reason we get away with that is generally because I don't have any again reservations about making something shorter like I don't it doesn't bother me at all on a creative level you know yeah. I think that maybe like a maybe like a I don't know an, an average musician or guitar player or anybody like, like like that would be like but I have a hundred more ideas it's like yeah but that one idea is the best idea yeah. <laughs> you know that's the best one so let's just do that and I, I'm a big believer in having that mindset no, that's really cool that's really cool that's that's good to hear um how have you found i mean i've asked a few musicians this but how have you found um like promoting an album during this time because a lot of people have like postponed things and uh some people haven't some people have kept it going um but you know what what have you kind of done during this time to sort of keep the the momentum up if you will i mean emir is a band we make music mm-hmm. we're entertainment you know like that's our thing we're not going to ever deviate from that. Yeah. So it's not like anything that happens in the world is going to make us adjust our business model, which again is just to entertain people, create something that fans can enjoy, and give some give some noise or some you know some distraction or whatever you want to describe it as to the world as it is. You know, which is you know I think the best part about music is that is that it, we're offering an escape in a way yep so um yeah i mean i know obviously the world is kind of like in this sensitive place right now and we're all dealing with all kinds of health issues social issues political issues so much there's so much shit going on but you know to be steadfast and all that is the most important thing so for a mirror as an entity we're just still doing what we've always been doing you know like obviously change change of plans we can't be on the road and stuff so since we can't do that we're just going to continue to you know uh adapt to the situation that's what we're doing no that's why i I really like that because i've always maintained that that when 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 i was in a band and things like that i've always kind of maintained like that mentality that i'm an entertainer um and that that as much as like you know you kind of get stuck with um like you get to a point where you have a big song and you constantly have to play that big song to sort of remind myself i had to sort of like we had a song that everyone wanted to hear every time we got bored of absolute at fuck out of it but you know once you play it it's not for us you know it's when you're playing a show you're playing to these other people you're entertaining them you're the entertainment and that that's that's where i like i i, I don't hear enough of that in the music industry um i know it's an art form right and right. and you know people have got to express their art and sometimes you know you do get that kind of like you want to express your new art you want your new art to be as popular as your old art um but sometimes that just doesn't happen people you always go back to the classics um 
you know and the, the, a lot of bands have obviously you know had that go through that point and but i've I, like i say i've always kind of maintained that kind of like whenever i get into that mindset it's like i'm an entertainer and that's what they want to hear it's not you know they're not here necessarily to hear you know what i want them to hear if that makes sense yeah i mean there there's always that kind of like uh attitude you have to have where you're 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 uh you're offering a service yeah you know like and and, and these people you know they're paying money to get that level of enjoyment that they expect from you and if it's hearing if it's hearing that one song from your discography you better play it you can play your other 10 songs that you want to play but you know why people are there you better give them that one thing you know so it's it's a it's it's kind of like a blessing to to have any success like that you know if you have one grand song you know if you have if if you're a one hit wonder band go play your other 20 songs that no one likes, but then make sure you play that one song. Cause it's, it's as long as you play that one song, you everyone's going to leave happy. So, um, yeah, I mean, to me, I, I think as a net positive, you know, like if, if, if people are only drawn to one particular album, that's fine. Come see us live. You're probably going to hear one of those songs, you know, and that's, what's good about, uh, having uh, a discography like Amir has is that we could decide at any point, like, all right, we're just going to focus on these, you know, this section of our discography for now or play these songs or whatever. And, um, you know, you're always going to get people who are like, oh, you didn't get to that one song I like. But like, you know, obviously it's like you got to understand that you, truly no matter what end of the day, you're not going to please everybody. But if you have a way to somehow get everyone excited about one point of the set, you know, it's a one yeah. song. And I, again, I, I consider it a net positive, you know, because as long as people are stoked and that's all that really matters. And I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm extrapolating too far on the concept with you, but <laughs> No, it's it's fine. I mean, basically, I take the same mentality because I DJ rock clubs here in the UK. So you know, there, there's certain points of the night, like early in the night, I can get away with playing new stuff. You know, people haven't heard yet, or you know, stuff I want to kind of put out there. Um, but then later on, once people have had a few drinks and they they want they want the classics, they want Enter Sandman, they want Disturbed, they want yeah, you know, they want Corn, they want Limp Biscuit, all from 20 years ago now. <laughs> yeah, M- music is a uh, music is very much a time and place and everyone is attached to it in that way where when you hear something it's going to bring you back a particular place and feeling give you an emotion that you can't get any other way except re-entering that space you know yeah. via the music so i totally i mean I'm, I'm a fan too so I, I totally understand the whole fan mentality you know yeah yeah cool well i've got a couple of questions left for you frank if that's all right and then i'll let you get yeah. on the rest of your day um these are sort of my generic sort of questions, if you will. Um, but I ask everyone this in that sense. But uh, what I want to find out are your most, um, your three most pivotal albums that have kind of shaped the the person or the the musician that you are today. So the one that kind of made you want to pick up a microphone, the one that made you want to make music. You know, what are those? If you can narrow it down, what are those three albums? That would be um, Limp Biscuit, Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Nice. H- Hate breed satisfaction is a death of desire. And then the last one would probably be an easy answer is just to say Life is Peachy by Corn. That's the last one. I would say those three albums are like the headstones of uh, of, of everything I've ever done in my life. So, uh, yeah, the, those those are major influences. No, that's really cool. It's the first time I've heard the, 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 um, 
well hate breed for one um in these sort of choices which is great because i love hate breed um big fan of those uh limbiscuit the three dollar bill yard that that's another one because it's their like first album not a lot of like everyone sort of got on the sort of chocolate starfish um sort of a significant other run that they did and and but no one like uh, a lot of people overlook that first album um but it's got some fucking great tracks on that um, yeah yeah i mean i, I consider it to be a masterpiece album. yeah it's it's great and um yeah and then life is peach by corn um a, a great album absolutely i mean i love corn um since i saw them way back in i think it was like 96 i think it was in england <laughs> um, like early on when they uh, had their first album out and stuff it was great um but yeah no life of peachy is, a, is an absolute fucking great album awesome um finally man uh what are your um hobbies away from music so when you're not uh doing immoral things when you're not writing producing what, what do you kind of uh, what do you do to sort of get away from it uh, I mean, there's nothing really very extreme about my lifestyle. You know, I'm, I'm on YouTube or I'm writing or I'm listening to music and reading or, you know, doing something that, uh, you know, keeps my brain occupied pretty much. I, I was uh, trying to experiment with some new hobbies, like I was getting into uh, training in Muay Thai kickboxing. But okay. ever since the pandemic hit, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> I've had no chance to train. So um, that was kind of yeah bum out but yeah i mean my life is not too different just uh keep myself preoccupied and try to like stay creative and constantly write and just kind of like, get myself prepared for um whatever the future may hold you know okay that's cool. right. yeah. no that's absolutely fine man that's all good well thank you for your time i really appreciate i do really appreciate it because i like to say i'm a fan and uh and i'm i'm really like this this new album is great i'm gonna i'm gonna pick it up when it comes out so um so i actually have it rather than streaming it <laughs> awesome thank you but yeah no i really enjoy it and um yeah no thank you very much i'm going to be playing it at my club as well once everything reopens um there's a couple of tracks on there that will definitely get people dancing so um which is what i always look for so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah man it's gonna be it's, uh, it's gonna be good man i re- good luck with it thank you yeah no worries man well you have a good rest of your day and um yeah like i said thank you and good luck thanks bud bye